This episode of Weed and Grub is brought to you by Skunk Feather. I'm trying it right now. It's... Trying it. <laughs> I've been using it right now. <laughs> You're tasting it right now? Yeah. <laughs> Skunk Feather is so tasty because they use sustainable cultivation methods, science, and innovation to create potent, flavorful flower and extracts since 2005. Add the word trust in there. Oh. Because I trust what I'm going to get every time when I use this. That's straight up truth. Add the word trust. Skunk Feather products you can trust are preciously oh. crafted. Is that true? No, did I just add added that. Oh, thank you. <laughs> to ensure maximum retention of terpenes and flavor. And their 2020 lineup of products, like the one you have, mm-hmm. pays homage to their home county of Santa Cruz, California. Whoop, whoop. With names like Pleasure Point. Uh, I think you have Cement Ship. Yes. Uh, Boardwalk and Banana Slug. Yeah. We saw some of those big fat boys. Yeah, we did see some banana slugs when yeah. we were up there. Huh. They artfully craft some of the finest crumbles, sugars, shatters, and distilled oils in the world. So I'm excited you... to dive into the crumbles next. Ooh, I think yeah. we have some. I know we have some. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. We'll go to skunkfeather.com to learn more and follow them on Instagram at skunk underscore feather. Hey. Skunk feather providing you the most enjoyment possible. Mike. Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. Check, check. Perfect. This is the way to start. How's my levels? <laughs> Your levels are great. <coughs> oh, man. <laughs> mm. I love that. Yeah? I do love that. What do you have? The, uh, the skunk feather uh, coffatron <laughs> 24. <laughs> Ooh, it feels good though. I love this one. I've been this is the one I've been using. It's a nice fat graham cartridge too. Yeah, right. I love a graham cartridge. Mm. Graham cartridge. Do you think that would be a good name for a porn star? I was just gonna say. <laughs> yes. Do you know my have I ever told you my porn name? Um Misty Fjords. Oh, that's hot. It's a place in Alaska. Really? Mm-hmm. The Misty Fjords? Misty Fjords. Fuck, and she's got big boobs and yeah. a sultry attitude. And a wet pussy. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a good. That's such a good uh, and, porn name. Uh, well, I think Graham Cartridge, <laughs> Graham Graham Cartridge would be a good porn name for you. Oh man, Graham Cartridge and Misty Fjords in like um, Skunk Feather Seduction. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. We're like live action recreate Pepe Le Pew and the no, and the not cat. Pepe, no. Oh no, because I know he's Pepe. no, he's terrible. But I I I no. have like a, an affinity for that cartoon because it was when I was a kid and I didn't know it was terrible. But yes, I, he's terrible. I and I only listen to Bill Cosby's albums because I know. that's what I grew. Give me a break. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> great point, Mike. Thank you. I I do appreciate that. Touche. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going, Mike? <laughs> Good. Welcome to Weed and Grow, everyone. I remember this time. Nice. Uh, this is a podcast about comedy, culture, cooking, cannabis. Can- Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> and calling shit out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and just saying hey and 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 what's up in these uh, wild times 
wild times are these? It is wild. Mm-hmm. Whatever, we're gonna get through it. Yeah, we are. I, I, that's the that's the craziest thing is like in in the depth in the deepest of depths, it's kind of like no, no, we're gonna be fine. We're gonna get through it. We're gonna be fine. We're gonna survive. <sighs> we're gonna fight. Like it is gonna be whatever it is. But I truly just I just have too much belief in the human race to allow my own insecurities that I don't control everything around me at all times to bury me in a pit of despair. Yeah. I just believe in us too much. Wow. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I think like that is, that is a huge part of everything that I'm trying to do right now is to truly let go, label and let go. Like if something negative floats my way, I try to observe it and then like set it free down the river and not, you know, make that actually my experience. Like, you know, thoughts are not facts. Feelings are not facts, and you almost try, try to Twitter it in a positive way. Yeah, yeah, like 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 let the leaf land in your hand, and then set it down the stream, and like look at it for a moment, mm. observe it, and then let it go. Because, I mean, I, like I could feel a constant state of panic, anxiety, depression, and despair all the time right now because of everything. Uh, around us or I could just go on a fucking bike ride and try and remember that people have lived through crazier times than these believe it or not that was a crazy thing we were talking about and just before we started recording where you were telling me about if you were born in the 1900s yeah do you mind sharing it on here or is it too weird no no not at all it was a post that um I think my sister posted it and it was just a timeline of like, okay, so you were born in 1900. In 1914, the First World War breaks out. In the 20s, the um, economy collapses. Then the fucking Dust Bowl hits. Then the Great Depression. Then the Second World War. Then the Korean War. Then the Vietnam War. Uh, when you're 75. And your whole entire timeline, as you look back, has been loss, tragedy, blood, death, disease, uh, fucking economic collapse like everything's been very fucking scary all the time and it's just a great way to put everything into context and say like right now yes it feels like incredibly stressful and and panicky and um, just you know like po- politically like unnavigable in so many ways for me especially with with what's going on with Supreme Court nominations and stuff like mm-hmm. it's it's so fucking scary and yet you know it's it's like the the only constant is change and things will just keep moving and you know when you say it like that it makes me think that like it's not like the world hasn't changed at all it's just that we're more connected mm. to it now so right. it's like nothing has really changed we're more aware but we're more aware of it right of now everything. because it's like social media and shit like and that and each other and that's why we're and each so other, raw yeah. and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. yeah and it's I it, did. like my brain is not built to handle this like I, I right. feel like I am like I'm version two, but the world is in version five. Right. Like, I don't have the capacity or intelligence to, like, handle what the world is doing right now. I feel like I'm an old computer. But also, like you're saying, it's same shit, different day in a crazy way. Well, in in the craziest of ways, but you, you do. You have the emotional and intellectual capacity for it. It's just that you're... you're it's not that you don't have the intellectual or emotional capacity is what I'm trying to say. It's that you absolutely do, but you're just, that we're not meant to, this isn't, this isn't for us. Like it's not supposed to be like this. That's I need why. to like undo my belly button and like tap the crumbs out. <laughs> I need the, I need somebody to like blow in my butthole and clear the cartridge. Yeah. Well, we've gotten fucking co-opted by the tech that we invented. I mean, that's why everyone is so excited about the social dilemma right now, which I hated and thought was like 
really not not great because of the like weird Canadian bad TV filmmaking that they added into the whole story. Did you what did you think of it? It was trash. I was like that when they did like the weird minority report sort of like three dudes standing in a room. I was like, what's that? Just tell us what's, just tell us facts. I just need facts. I just need some of that. Oh, word. Yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Documentary That's making. Thing, right. That's totally. how social, like, yeah, it was an O word. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. But, um, and, but well, yeah, it's, it's, it's too stressful. And unplugging, I think is the only thing that's really helping me like mindfulness, going on a fucking bike ride, microdosing mushrooms, all that kind of stuff that's helping me stay in the present and not attached to the feeling that it's all like ding, 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 five alarm fire, the world is ending, the world is ending. What's microdosing doing for you? Whoa, what an air gasp. Yeah. Wow, like there are certain types of air gasps that (laughs) are very distinct, and that was a distinct air gasp. Like there's like breathing, which is no big deal. Nobody hears it, nobody cares. (laughs) A sneeze is way over the top and kind of like triggering. Um, but like a like a release of pressure air gas mm. from a human body is so distinct, and I just felt your release. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's a channel that's opened up through all of my chakras. I feel like my after we talked about the spinning wheel of death chakra experience that I was right. having a few weeks back, where I was like, I think it's just a panic attack, but I'm not really sure. Um, there's a there's something that's opened up, and I think it's a, it's a few things. It's a combination of things. It's getting home. We're back in LA after months away, so it's just kind of being in my own space with my cat mm-hmm. and um, some of my things. What is microdose doing? And well, I'm talking about it right now because it's it's something. It's it's the connector that's bringing together like being home, being in my own space. I got a bike. I'm going on bike rides, and I started microdosing regularly. And that's the thing that's stitching everything together, which is just trying, it's it's keeping me in the present and not in the future, which is anxiety, or the past, which is de- despair. Right. Oh, shit. That is it, isn't it? <clears throat> Whoa! Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm totally. not. I'm trying not to go. And and if I if I do end up in either of those places, I'm trying to recognize that's where I am, and then and then just come back to the present moment where I am just here breathing. Yeah. So that's what microdosing is helping me do. That's how. What's your regiment? My regimen is I uh, mushrooms, microdosing mushrooms every third day, and then microdosing cannabis every day. <laughs> And it's working great. Wait, so your regimen is just every day? Mm-hmm. Great. Well, with the weed. Right. Really low. It's like two or three milligrams of cannabis, which is like so little what, for like so a many sator- people. Like a Satori edible? Yeah. those uh, so The strawberries are perfect. They're three milligrams. Oh, one pop of one strawberry. Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. I love it's that. It's fantastic. And they have fast-acting ones as well. Fruit's good for you. They have Yeah. Or they have little two milligram mints. Fruits is, fruit is good for you. <laughs> okay, so you're... Your regimen is weed every day mm-hmm. and Just every a little, other day. Bit. And every third day. Every, But, ooh, man, I'd be too high to figure out what a third day is. You're the type of no. person who, if I ask you what time it is, you say half past a quarter till, don't you? I do have my phone on military time. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and I am currently taking a multivitamin every single day. I'm doing better, Mike. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. The pandemic fucking knocked every, all of our blocks off. I know, like, but it was like, not okay. When I hear every third day, it immediately immediately gives me anxiety because I'm like there's seven days in a week so how how does it work and how do you keep track of is it every fourth it's in my calendar on your military time yeah I can show you man you beat to a drum that is like a specific snare it's so great no I have needs here there I'll open it up and show you okay that was day one Uh uh-huh and then every third I love that you use the emoji I just set it up to repeat 
Oh, that's smart. It's just the little mushroom emoji every third day. See, that is using your phone for like good and positivity. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. How about you? Having what's, a microdose calendar, that's such a good idea. What's happening with you? I feel like you're asking me all about me so that you don't have to talk about you, and I'm interested in knowing We've how you are. We've known each other enough years to know that that's my MO. <laughs> my whole, so my whole persona is built on asking a bunch of questions I feel so that like I don't have to say shit about myself. first year and a half that we knew each other, I really didn't ever... Yeah, like it was amazing. I didn't even really see you doing it. You're good at it. You're like an octopus. Thank you. Yeah. A deflective octopus. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like you'll. Sh- I you'll turn like, invisible. You- I don't really do colors and like surroundings. I just do invisibility. You're good at it. You're good at it. You're good at yeah, deflecting. It's yeah. interesting. How it, are you? Oh, like. What's your regimen, Mike? My regimen. Yeah. Uh, uh, I just started eating vegan Okay. this week. I'm shitting my brains out. <laughs> it's so insane. It's so insane. Does it feel great? It, that's the thing. Like, that's how you know something is amazing is mm-hmm. when, like, you feel, like, a positive dehydration. Do you know what I'm saying? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. It feels great to shit your brains out and be like, yo, what was inside me? That's, I'm a, I'm a gross bat. Can I, can I ask, like, a really... A uh, kind of gross question, but I really want to know. So I hope no one is offended by me really asking about the consistency of your poops. But like, are they slidey? Oh, when you say consistency, I was like every third day. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> no, like the like, are they? You know, like because sometimes you know when you have the one where you like have to hold onto the bowl with oh, both hands and I you like clench your jaw, and then others where it's just like oh, it just like sloops right out. It's my it, man. This is gonna get so gross, so deep, so. <laughs> If you want to skip ahead to... like a minute and a half, just okay. hit the fast forward. But this will be about another minute and a half on this riff, I'm feeling. Um, <laughs> I want to know. Uh, it's my third, f- second, third favorite type of number two to do. Okay. It's forceful, powerful, a lot, minimal cleanup. But the problem is it happens like too much during the day. Oh. So it's like, it's it's like if the Liberty Bell dropped from two floors up. Yeah. And you're like, that was awesome. <laughs> That's so gross. <laughs> it sounds like you're detoxing now. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Wow. So, um, cool. So, yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> like, it feels great. There's no doubt about it. I want one of those, like, I want to, I've never tried a bidet, but I feel like if you're going to detox and keep it up, mm-hmm. something like a bidet. Day is probably pretty fun to have. I think you can buy them fairly cheaply and just like hook them up in your own bathroom. Uh, and just, I think you could get one. Like, I think it's, yeah, I think it's like, like it's I think no we can longer, arrange that. I think it's no longer of privilege. It's not like Crocodile Dundee where he thinks it's a drinking fountain. It's oh, like, man, that's such a good movie. Yeah, it is. Such a good bit. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I bet that's been about a minute and a half. Okay, cool. Thanks for rejoining us, everybody. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> Do you want to get to the news? <laughs> oh, yeah. This is such a crazy news story that we kind of watched unfold last year. And now there's the the sort of um, the it's it's the lawsuit has come. So, yeah. yeah. Remember when Cushy Punch got busted? I, mean, I think it was, it was actually right when we started doing news 
every single episode because we were like, this is important. We should talk about this. And it was like one of our first news stories was yeah. about this lawsuit. Yeah. So there's a California cannabis company um, based in L.A. called Cushy Punch. And they're huge here. They make gummies and vape cartridges and they're in every dispensary and they have huge billboards all around L.A. It's kind of like Blue Diamond Almonds where you're kind yeah. of like, where did this come from? But I kind of love them the most everyone knows who they are their ads are like really bright and colorful and rainbowy and i remember when we had ads running in dispensaries they had like we we went to a dispensary to like look at one of our ads on the tv and like most of the ad space was taken up by cushy punch and they were all like just yeah like their their ad campaign they were very high profile fucking Flew company too close to the sun well it turns out that they were manufacturing half of their product and giving it to dispensaries and then selling the other half to the fucking legacy market Respect. and getting around <laughs> i mean there are many ways to feel about this depending I... on where you stand mm-hmm. okay well let's get in let's let's get into the news now and then i'll give my opinion on the half half legal half not legal market sure so the news now is that california regulators have sued cushy punch for manufacturing and distributing 64 million dollars worth of cannabis infused gummies despite lacking the licensing to do so so basically there was an investigation that started in october 2019 when regulators got a tip about an illegal um cannabis manufacturing and distribution operation in canoga park here in la and that's when they found all of this product that was destined for the legacy market mm-hmm. um and that raid turned up the 64 million dollars worth of product which i mean that retail value is they always inflate it to make it seem crazy but it was 58 pounds it's, it's still in the eight digits it's so they had 58 pounds of cannabis concentrate um Yo. With, i mean that's crazy yeah that's like so that's like three dogs worth of concentrate so much three medium-sized dogs of pure concentrate so cushy punch is being uh sued by california regulators and um and we'll just keep following the story it's reported uh this particular uh story was reported by weedweek.net give them a follow i'm more on the side of cushy punch than i am of the lawsuit coming against them you can't i have to be you can't be the the way i okay you can't be you can't be on the side they're the fucking man Cushy and they're the punch? ones, yes, and they're the ones who are fucking it up for everyone by trying to play both sides. That is the most fucking unethical bullshit ever. Fuck you. Are you kidding me? Yeah, trying to get into the fucking regulated market and take up dispensary space and then also sell to the fucking legacy market and just make your money there. Fuck you. Like either but stay. The bu- but the bureaucracy, they had, they, this was going to happen to somebody one way or another because this, I think to me, this is one of the only ways you can stay afloat as a cannabis business in California or anywhere because there's so many fucking bureaucracy loopholes and bullshit you have to put up with and they only want super rich people. Like they just want to control all of it from the top down. And if this means that you can do it on both sides and do it legit on the side that you are doing it legit on, then I'm sorry. Like this is a way to stay afloat. And then when you get capped for something else in the future, cause they're going to cap everybody. Then you've got like cash on a fucking pallet in a warehouse to do something with. I so disagree. I'm on. No, if you can't operate within the prop 64 regulation, legal cannabis market that was set up that, 
is definitely something that fucking needs to be fixed and is super fucking broken and overregulated and highly taxed and is forcing small businesses of all kinds to go out bust. I mean, there's so, like, when I moved here in 2016, there were all of these incredible small businesses making mm-hmm. the coolest stuff. Like, and the fun of it was finding something <clears throat> new that was tiny that you were up on that nobody yeah. else was, and then you got to share that knowledge with your friends. Yeah, and it Best could be feeling. like like a, t- t- like it was a small batch artisanal weed. Yeah, It was up. great, like, from flour to edibles to concentrates, all that kind of stuff. It was amazing, and so much of that is just not available anymore and there are like the fucking huge brands that have taken over all of the space at places like and then the fucking huge dispensaries like sweet flower and medmen and all of these big chains it 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 is broken i totally agree with you it's broken yeah that's why you should but do shit like this no you absolutely should not you have to we have to work to fix the system so it's legal for everyone and everyone can play and that needs to be fixed and that's not going to be done by a huge corporation playing both sides it's just not going to work if anything they're fucking it up for everyone who is working in the legacy market who decided not to go legal like if if you decided to just stay as an underground grower and like never you know really try to operate within the legal market, then these guys are fucking you know making things harder for you as well. Either way, if you're a legal cannabis company, you should be pissed at these guys, and if you're a legacy grower, you should be pissed at these guys. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> it's shady as hell. <laughs> That was good debate. That was really nice. I like talking to you. Both sides, neither side. <laughs> yeah, it is. Oh man, there was a fucking debate today. We gotta. Oh yeah. Both sides, neither side oh, debate. Oh my god, I know neither side. I don't want either side. Oh, anyway, we gotta do our next thing so I can stop thinking about what's coming. Oh, I'm so looking forward to it tonight. Are you really? Yeah. How so? Um, because it is. I have a difficult time thinking that it's it matters. That the presidential debate will actually yeah. move the needle at so, all, you mean? Yeah, it's become such a spectacle right. where I'm seeing countdown clocks in the corner of what are supposed to be legitimate news networks with countdown to the debate, like it's a detonator right. to an explosion. Like yeah. That's the inference by putting a countdown anywhere <laughs> is it's like a rocket ship going up and, and that's the excitement of it. So the fanfare around it is what is what it is and so i just have a hard time thinking it'll fucking matter unless unless like biden's teeth fall out and trump like does a line on live on camera like that's the only way i think it'll matter right i don't know i'm sort of interested to see what if it yeah i think i think it might matter you do yeah i really truly do i think it might matter i think it might move some people who are somehow I don't know how, but some people who are truly undecided right now into one camp or the other. And I think that's very important to watch. I would love to, before I talk more out of my ass, know what the numbers of undecided and like what types of people those undecideds are. Like the dem- like the demos and the and everything for who's still on the fence at all. There's yeah, like significant like ten ten points in some places. Yeah. It could be like ten percent undecided. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So, well, I'm I'm watching this debate from the point of view of like, I just don't. You know. I just kind of want to see what happens. I mean, you know, like, is is Biden actually going to be able to come out swinging about the fucking, you know, New York Times tax um, story? You know what? I'm sorry to interrupt, but you got me kicking around okay. now, and I'm <laughs> fucking high, and it's good. Uh-huh. Um, 
I think the part that makes me feel like it doesn't fucking matter is because as soon as it's over, it goes out into the ocean of social media and news networks, mm-hmm. and they dissect it and angle it in whatever way is convenient. And so it immediately loses... Like, there should be a 24-hour, 12-hour gap between any type of comments allowed anywhere from a debate like this and the debate itself so that you have to like sit with what you just saw before you make a rash decision and come up with something that is not even your opinion anymore it's the opinion of the bubbles that surround you like there needs there should be some kind of legislative 12 hour like think about it on your own gap whoa dude i think that's an amazing idea yeah like everybody should go and be alone or with just family or friends or whoever and just have a think think about it and talk about it with with your circle yes. or maybe just yourself both before you pile onto you have Twitter the time to do both and social media and start watching the talking heads on all of the fucking channels yes I think that's a wonderful idea yeah take a minute yeah that's it so what a great mm, idea thank you yeah. I, I, that's the part that really bugs me the most mm. is like I'm not allowed to like think for myself anymore and that drives me bananas. Right. Well, the unplug is so interesting when you realize that like that's how you're made to feel is that the social media is running you and then when you unplug from it and you come back and nothing's changed and you're like, "Oh, I can actually, yeah, just put it away." And fucking, you know, come back yeah. to it anytime and all the shit's the same. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I, I well, like I that like we came enforced, back together. <laughs> I like the enforced 12-hour period of just think about it. Yeah. Um, okay. Speaking of thinking about it, you want to try these sodas we got from Stuart? Yeah, I do. This is so exciting. Okay. Okay. This is a very fun thing to do after our, um, fucking, yeah, pre-debate, uh, situation here. We've got, so Stuart Blair sent up, do you have? Yeah. So, um, I'm I'm just going to make it my bud of the week this week, like out of the gate. And when we do your bud at the end. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Because Stuart is my bud of the week this week. Uh, at Twitter, at Stuart Blair, there's no E on Blair. It's Blair like, f- wait, is Flair? Yeah, like Ric Flair, but Blair. Okay. Um, and he said... <laughs> oh, and it's uh, Stuart is S-T-U-A-R-T. Yeah, like a tiny mouse who drives a car. Mm-hmm. Um, and he said, hey, can I send you some Scottish soda called Urn Brew? I grew up drinking this stuff, and I think you'll love it. And then we did the thing, and then he just wrote, because I told him we were going to record, he goes... Um, stand prepared. It may be like Marmite kind of deal. People either love it or hate it. Oh my God. I'm so funny. Scottish sodas? I can't believe this. This is exciting. This is, yeah, in response to the first round that we did of uh, cream sodas, Mm -hmm. and then the second round that we did of orange sodas. Hell yeah. And then Stuart got in touch and he was like, you've got to taste this stuff. Round three Scottish sodas? Scottish sodas. So we've got, what do you think the likelihood is that this is iron brew? Do you think it's iron brew? Oh, I thought it was one word. I it, it might was... be. I can't tell. It's I-R-N-B-R-U. I- yeah. So it could be like iron It's got to be brew? iron brew because there's a tiny man holding up the brew. Right. And he's strong looking. He looks like Arnold. Well, and I guess if you're Scottish and you just like have less consonants and vowels and it's like iron brew. <laughs> so, uh, apologies to anyone Scottish who I just offended wow. with that. But I don't fucking know. Wow. Okay, listen. My grandmother was a Wallace. I do have like some tiny claim to a little bit of Scottish ancestry. I don't know about the accent. <laughs> I'm guessing it's iron, iron, iron brew. Say it with a Scottish accent. No. How would it be? No, I'm not. Come on. Like I, truly. Iron brew. Iron brew. Iron brew. Iron brew. You want to try it? I have no idea. Yes. And oh, and then we also have two others to taste because we wanted to do um, just taste Ooh. some weird stuff. 
Okay. This is exciting. Yes, and it's orange. It's a very crazy mm. orange. Hell yeah. It looks like fucking um, rock star or something. I love orange. Oh man, what a weird man, nose. Super my favorite okay, here color. We go. <laughs> Holy fuck. That's crazy. I love it. I, I love really it. really like it. Whoa. It's like cream soda meets orange soda. So kind of. I feel like it's like it's like if orange soda went on vacation and chilled out for a minute. You know what would be great with this? Ice cream, vanilla Vodka. ice cream. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like two fingers of vodka. Oh man, yeah. Mm-hmm. I could go all night long with this stuff. <laughs> That's so oh, I just great. finished it. I'm gonna have some more. Oh, this is delicious. Thank you, Stuart. Um, it, wow. It's like a mellow orange soda, to me. Is that yeah. fair? Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I don't even know. And it smells insane. Mm. Like it smells. You can you can smell the thiamine or whatever batched oh. chemicals are in here. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I don't even. I can't mm. even. Wow. Thank you for the iron brew. Okay. Great. Mm. Next, we have... What would it be? Uh, I think vodka orange uh, ice cream. (laughs) Yeah. You were going to say that like in an ice cream float? Yeah. I'm getting into floats because it's 90 degrees out. And and I feel like the float is is often forgotten, always appropriate. It is too fucking hot. Yes, Bobo. See? Mm -hmm. The cat even says. It's too goddamn hot. There's a bag of bones in this heat. I think... I think uh, I think an ice cream float. It's like ice cream float weather right now. Mm-hmm. And I also think that the vanilla ice cream is it's kind of had its day. I want to see a moose track float. I want to see a mint chocolate chip float. I like, think that would be need... weird, though, because then when the ice cream melts and all of the bits fall to the bottom, then you've just got like a weird sludge. Well, there's got to be more than a vanilla float out there. <clears throat> there. Like, I know vanilla goes with root beer and everything else, but there's got to be... You want like a Neapolitan float? What would that be? Like strawberry soda, chocolate syrup, and vanilla ice cream? I bet oh, that would be delicious. That sounds amazing. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, the float game deserves better. Yeah. yeah. Now is the time. Like, I'm seeing too many Bloody Marys with, like, buffet tables on top of them. Like, <laughs> like a roast chicken? Yeah, yeah. Give me a break. Where's my float Where's my float party that's like a Bloody Mary, but in the dessert realm? Let's have a fucking float party. A float party would yeah. be so fun with friends. A socially distanced park picnic float party where everyone brings their own soda and toppings and their own ice cream and their own ice cream <laughs> and we all stay 20 feet away from each other <laughs> there's got to be a better way there's got to be a better way got to be a better way well no because you know you if, if all of you get tested and then you all get a house together yeah then you can have like one of the night events be a, like on election night Yes. Throw, throw a float party with your friends so that win or lose, you're eating ice cream. You're either and you're gonna be crying either way. And ice cream and crying go hand in hand. So Everyone's this is a win. Definitely gonna be crying. I would like to be crying in a hot tub while uh, Eat eating a float. A float. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds fantastic. That's what I'm okay, let's do it. Float party on election night. Has anyone made a bong jacuzzi? What? What do you mean? Where you would put like a. a like you could make it into a bong, like a jacuzzi bong, because it's already disgusting. bubbling. Because my experience, and you can like uh, smoke your skin. <laughs> ugh. I went to the Catskills with a group of friends one New Year's. My, we all used to just get cabins and like do New Year's and um, fun stuff together all the time. And there was one year where we got a house that had a hot tub, 
And whatever the fuck happened, I don't know. We were just in and out of that hot hot tub a lot mm-hmm. for like the three days. And on the fourth day, I remember cracking the hot tub to like hop into it before we like got in our cars and drove back to the city. And it smelled like someone had died in it. <laughs> it smelled it smelled like my fucking bathroom sewer when that backed up this morning and I had to call the plumber. It truly smelled like someone had died. Because it was just like folded in skin cells upon sweat, upon drinks, upon bodies, upon yeah. sweat, upon drinks, upon bodies. It was just bodies. like decomposing party vibes yeah it was disgusting it was i'll never forget how it smelled it's like it's like when you leave your hotel room after a festival oh god yeah, yeah. i get that no oh, that's rancid yeah it's real bad all right so maybe no bong jacuzzi is the way to go bong jacuzzi situation <laughs> no just hand me a joint fucking smoke. Or vape pens are the best for jacuzzis because you know joints always get wet i want a soggy joint so oh, you know word with that yeah this next one is called lilt Lilt, I... totally tropical taste, pineapple and grapefruit. Ooh, those are nice. There's a lot going on on this can, man. I'm it is too much it to read. 65p on it, which means pence. 65 pence. That's how much it costs. Where's a pence the money? A pence is so there were, um, I believe. Well, uh, the craziest thing about the money in um, the UK was well, my dad was growing up in Britain. There was like a weird situation with like shillings to pounds and. Tuppence and none of it made sense. It wasn't like one penny. There's and no metric system. And a dollar. Yeah. No, but they do use the metric system. They just had a crazy money system, and then it got easier. But their pence pence are in a pound, so, so like, that would be like sixty five p would be sixty five cents. Kind of yeah. Yeah. So like the p is silent in America. Sure. Got it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Okay. Like Not as much foam. I like Iron Brew too because of when you pour it, it has a bunch of strong foam that bubbles up. It's a very powerful soda. It fizz way, way up. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, it was an alpha soda. Okay. I love the color of this. It's very pineapple-y looking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope. Going in the bucket. Oh my God. I fucking love it. Ugh. That's so funny. That's awful. Really? Awful. Oh, I like it so much. Okay. It's That's awesome. Also, would be great with vodka. <laughs> I think I just want to get hammered today. <laughs> what what so do you like? What do you like about this pineapple grapefruit lilt? I don't. Oh, you can't taste, even say the name. I don't taste. What do you mean? I can't even say the name. Lilt. 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 What are you talking about? Lil T. Lil T. Sure. <laughs> lilt. You. I don't know. I like it because it's um. It tastes like it would be good with vodka, and it would be good on a beach. It's too much grapefruit, not enough pineapple. Grapefruit is revolting. I love grapefruit soda, but I love it when it's like overly sweet, where it doesn't actually taste like grapefruit. Huh. So I wish that it, this tasted more like pineapple and less like piss. This is... <laughs> wow. I'm a fan, um, and I would drink it all day long. Yeah? Mm-hmm. I'm putting the rest into the bucket so we can taste our third on the docket, because this one is... Possibly the weird, the outlier. Yeah, this is some Harry Potter shit. <clears throat> well, I don't want to do that because I don't like J.K. Rowling anymore. This oh. is some. Um, this is some. Um, witches, if you've seen some, that movie, shit. Sure. Have you seen that? That was the scariest movie I saw growing up. I will never forget. That is the scary scene of my childhood that really rocked me. Was in this movie called The Witches. Is that the one with Bette Midler? <laughs> no, that's Hocus Pocus, oh. which is also great. But The Witches was terrifying. This witch is turning kids into mice or rats or something. And I watched a fucking witch turn a kid into a rat and the kid is shaking and going spasmatic and going and turns into a fucking mouse rat and 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 then 
like has those big what the fuck just happened to me eyes. Oh no. And it was the scariest thing in that's the movie that fucked me up, man. Wow. Yeah. I've never even who's in it? Um uh Ben from the Michael Jackson song. Okay. Uh that that rat. Um <laughs> Fival makes a cameo. <laughs> Um, okay. Um, have you ever played that board game Mousetrap? That little guy. Mm-hmm. He's he gets him out of a couple jams with Rube Goldberg machines. Holy fuck! Did you know I saw a fucking uh, human size or not human size, but like a giant mousetrap when I was at Burning Man, where they like the which whole... the clap the clap kind or the video game or the board game drop down the board game drop down thing. Whoa. And it was a huge Rube Goldberg fucking situation. And once they set it in motion, the last thing that would happen would be that an anvil would crush a car. <gasps> That's awesome. It was dope. Wow. It was fucking dope, I Man, have to say. That's that would be my Burning Man region would be like Cartoon Land. Yeah. Where you can walk through a blackout tunnel and you can yeah. like push down on some Acme products to have things totally. occur. There was another game at that the same year that I think it was the same year, um, which was a huge operation. Damn. And you played it and when you like touched the side, it gave you a real shock. Like a hardcore. Put it on your nipple and play. Fucking shock. Nice. It was amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think, could you do that? Could I like clamp my nipples to the game and try and be a surgeon? I mean, absolutely. Fun. Yeah, I would say add, a, add a, an electrode to your dick. Do you think and just that's where the it. fetish comes from? Like, do you know how like a lot of fetishes have to do with your developmental stages as a child? Do you think if you oh. play Operation too early, the next thing you're on kink.com <laughs> looking at. <laughs> <laughs> hooking up car batteries hooking to your car nipples batteries. Oh do you think God. that's how it works and milton bradley is kind of like low-key shaping like if you play monopoly you're gonna go into some business tycoonery if you love the game trouble you're oh a that's bit of why i'm imp. so fucking bad with money is because i got so fucking traumatized by monopoly maybe oh my god do you think so much i think so like yeah. you don't want your kids on screens too early and we played board games a lot growing up and i loved Candyland, and i said ice cream and you said vodka so oh, i don't know makes a lot of sense because i just kind of played with sticks and mud <laughs> <laughs> your favorite board game was stick stick and mud stick in a pile of mud <laughs> it was great <laughs> Oh man. Okay. This this third one we have is uh, Flying Cauldron Butterscotch Beer, non-alcoholic. All right. Butterscotch Let's see. beer. I don't have much hope. Oh. Oh my god. It smells just like a butterscotch disc. Those oh. nondescript like wrapped Werther's? butterscotch. No, not like that. It's just like wrapped in yellow cellophane. Oh my god. That's oh. like the most ass fucking. That's fucking gross. terrible. That tastes like ass. <laughs> if you were a food critic, it would be a very tight yet effective <laughs> column. Yep, that tastes you. No. <laughs> and on the butterscotch beer, ass. No, it's of ass. ass. <laughs> Fucking shit ass shit. No, thank you. Don't ever put that anywhere near me ever again. Well, great. So Iron Brew is the winner. Yeah. Thank you so much, Stuart. Uh, I'm going to keep drinking this while we finish Sweet. the app. Yeah. Oh, wait. No, we have to do a suicide. Oh, God. Really? Okay. We have I'm to. do a Sil- suicide sip of all three combined. Wait, I'm going to top it off with a little Iron Brew. <laughs> Here we go. The Iron Brew saves it. It mitigates the butterscotch in an amazing kind of way. It's like it neutralizes the butterscotch. That ain't half bad. Yeah, right? Yeah, that ain't half bad. Ugh. Damn. Wow. Well, I'm going to have more Iron, iron Brew. Iron Brew is powerful. Um, 
Whew. All right. Well, everyone, thank you for hanging out with us. We've had like a wild ride in the past few months in Washington and now back in L.A. And we're entering like a, a strange season. So what do you mean? Just election season. Oh, yeah. You know, see, that's the other thing, man. We can't keep calling it. What? I don't know. I'm just thinking a lot about words right now. Mm-hmm. I'm, and, and like season. And I think, oh. like, it's not a fucking, it's a sport. And I know politics is a sport. But sure. by calling it a season, it puts it on the same level as, like, football. And there's a lot less lives on the line when it comes to football. And so I just, like, I just wish we could change the language around our election, election, election of political leaders. And I know that's, You like, want it that's, to be something more powerful? Like, we're entering the election wartime? No, or? I want it to be the opposite. I want it to be the kind of thing that people want to be involved with instead of scared of. Oh. I think, but of course, that doesn't do the okay. politicians. Well, next up, <laughs> election fun. Yeah, now we're talking, Mary Jane. <laughs> election fun. Let's have some great. fun out here. Election fun for the next <laughs> month. We're going to have a great time <laughs> watching everything go down. Um, I will be microdosing and, um, and just trying to keep my head on straight. And I'm looking forward to hanging out with you to get it, get through. What would be your favorite act ca- cartoon thing to do? Mm. Oh, in real life? Yeah. Um, I would like to be the roadrunner. And be real fast and dodge all the traps? And just like do, blow raspberries at all idiots who can't <laughs> get it together to catch me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> An adult blown raspberry might be one of the funniest things I. (laughs) (laughs) You can't get it together. (laughs) I'm fast and brilliant. (laughs) Yep. What if I'm just gonna bike around town blowing raspberries at everyone? I was just gonna picture you because you got that sweet new bike. You like pull up to someone who cuts you off at the light, and you. (laughs) (laughs) No man, I'm gonna get fucking smacked if i do that i'm gonna get in trouble i love it an adult raspberry is hilarious yeah that's funny as hell who would you be uh i lo- i would like to um wily coyote accordion i think it'd be real fun to walk around like an accordion for a little bit yeah, yeah fall off a building and accordion myself mm-hmm. that's funny to me i would i think that'd be a real fun thing always emerges unscathed <laughs> <laughs> yeah again wow this whole episode is like you're the road runner and i'm trying to blow shit up actually if you think about it i'm like sell sell drugs everywhere <laughs> All the time, <laughs> literally, who gives a shit? M- mind your business. And you're like, no. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's interesting. Um, so we did. Well, you did your butt of the week. Already. Yeah, yeah. Who's your butt of the week? So my butt of the week this week is uh, 97.9 The Rat Race, which is a podcast that had me on uh, for their episode called uh, Two Tickets to Paradise. And Tara is uh, played by our friend Beth Hoyt. And the whole show is just so fucking great. It's um, three amazingly hilarious performers just doing a morning show together, riffing, having a great time. They've got all like the morning radio sound effects. And oh, shit. The three Fun. of them just have a great dynamic. More cartoony kind of. Super cartoony. Cool. And each app is like anywhere between 15 and 25 minutes. And um, I got to play like a, a tarot reader who called in via Skype to do a reading for the morning host so check it out at 97.9 the rat race on ig and uh they're super fun just listen to all the apps they're fantastic they're so fucking funny 
Damn, cool, yeah. nice. Mm-hmm. I want to listen to you be a fortune teller. I had a great time just <laughs> pretending to be loopy. It was great. I mean, pretending, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, Is I don't that know. the show? I think that's it. Okay, thank you again, Stuart. And thank you all. Um, we've been getting some delicious reviews lately. We've gotten some new five-star clicks on iTunes. That really, I don't know, warms my fucking heart. Mm-hmm. Um, and... What else is there? I don't I don't remember. I don't know. Write to us at WG at WeedonGrub.com. Send us pictures. Slide into our DMs. Tell us what you want us to taste and talk about. Um, it's been really fun drinking these sodas and like coming up with sandwich construction. We got some fucking amazing pictures of people who were like sending like... Yes. They're like where they tuck their pickle in their meat mattress. <laughs> <laughs> fantastic oh oh, man that's great do you know what i just realized to kind of close this out Hmm. i love doing this podcast with you because of the syncness that we get sometimes where um um we were talking about an anvil on a car mm-hmm. and then we were talking about cartoons and then Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote. And then in between that, we randomly talked about rats and witches. Mm-hmm. And then it turns out that your butt of the week is the podcast rat race. Uh-huh. And I just like, man, maybe it's the weed talking, but those little like red string dots that connect for me are the really like, those are the moments that make me feel the most alive. Yeah, synchronicity. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, so I just hope everyone out there has like that person or those moments in their lives, especially right now. Yeah. Where you can like, you're just like, whoa, I'm on a path because all these like things are flying my way that I'm putting out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's nice. Yeah, I love that too. Awesome. Well, that's it for this week, I guess. Let's go watch this fucking debate. This fun debate. Uh, This fun debate. Let's go watch this fun debate. (laughs) Bye, everyone. Bye.